0: Have yourself a merry B.B. Christmas, let your mochas be wise. From now on, your husband's in the Starbucks line. Passion's gone away for good Faithful listeners are dear to us Raise your Starbucks cup Christ to always raise. so have yourself a merry baby Christmas amazing, amazing. now.
1: The house is still full of people. The sink is a mountain of dishes. Somebody's playing refrigerator Tetris with Thanksgiving leftovers and Tupperware. Pie is gooey and on the counter and on plates. Your hands are full. and uncle whoever is trying to figure out the coffee machine for a post-dessert cup of coffee. Kids are wired and tired. Thanksgiving dinner has ended and with it, the Christmas season has officially begun inaugural black friday emails are overflowing your inbox with coupons and discounts every five seconds the next 30-ish days that follow are usually a hurricane of advertisements and shopping and wrapping and planning and parties and cooking and decorating and phone calls and flights and road trips lines hallmark movies missing loved ones who can't make it this year the ringing of loneliness the incessant overstimulation the complicated family dynamics Take all of that and add the year 2020's special brand of chaos to it, it's so much noise. We are already well on our way to Christmas this year, and you're probably neck deep in some version of this holiday noise. Or maybe your noise is more internal. God knows, between the effects of a global pandemic, civil unrest, never-ending virtue signaling on social media, and a very controversial presidential election, this year has given plenty of space for your internal world to be chaotic. So maybe it is the noise in your head that won't quit. If there ever was a year to make Silent Night your Christmas season mantra, 2020 would be it. Silence has become a regular practice for me in my adult life. If you're a regular Basically Basic listener, you may have heard my story on an earlier podcast. My name is Parker Welling, and I'm a songwriter from Nashville, Tennessee. The one-sentence version of my story with silence is that a few years ago, I had a vocal injury that left me in intermittent silence for two and a half years. Silent Night has always been my favorite Christmas song, but as you can imagine, it has an even deeper meaning for me after that season of my life. So sometime after my voice had healed up, Cammie and I were talking about intimacy with God and the wisdom of silence. We kept referencing one of my favorite verses in the Bible, and it happens to be in the story of the birth of Jesus. Luke 2:19. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. Mary had just had a wild experience, a visit from an angel to tell her, a teenage virgin, she is miraculously pregnant with God's son. Her fiancé has his own encounter in a dream and miraculously believes and doesn't leave her. They then travel a very long way for a census, can't find a room, and have to sleep in a barn. And then she births the Savior there. While this is happening, shepherds in a field have this glorious encounter with angels singing about Mary's divine baby. They go find her, tell her about it, and then worship her tiny baby. And then the Bible says she ponders it in her heart. I'm sorry, what? We live in a 24-7 cycle of headlines, live streams, stories, and posts. Communication is both instant and constant. It is so countercultural to experience anything that significant, that life-changing, and just ponder it in your heart. What would it look like to hear God speak, feel His presence growing within you, experience multiple miracles, and instead of sharing it immediately, treasure it up and ponder it in your heart? What kind of intimacy would you have with God to respond that way? The definition of ponder is to consider something deeply and thoroughly. Meditate. Meditation is a journey inward. So what if God's voice, presence, and miracles in your life were not always intended to be worn like a badge or shared with the world for a double-click heart on Instagram? What if some of those things were God's invitation deeper into intimate silence with Him? Along my journey further into the biblical discipline of silence, I read a book about monks and meditation called Into the Silent Land. In regards to the presence of God, the author, Martin Laird, talks about this distinction between acquisition and discovery. That is to say that we often treat the presence of God as something to be acquired rather than discovered. It's a small distinction, but it drastically changed the way I respond to and sought after the presence of God. So, as he would put it, to acquire would be to perceive the presence of God as something outside of us to obtain, but to discover would be a keen awareness of and focus on the presence and the place Holy Spirit already is. Laird refers to this discovery as the sacred within. Basically, the God we seek has already found us, already looks out of our own eyes, and is closer to me than I am to myself. The Psalms are full of this idea. O Lord, you search me and you know me. It was you who created my inmost self. I thank you for the wonder of my being. He goes on and on. Or, as St. Augustine put it, O beauty ever ancient, ever new, you were within and i was outside myself so if you believe jesus is in your heart or that you carry the holy spirit then you're never without and your journey with christ is largely within in a quiet place where it's just you and god this is the sacred within where you begin to dismantle your red brick walls of distraction resistance fear wounds and mistrust this is where you have the space to surrender to the gentle kindness of holy spirit thus making room for holiness. None of this is to say that there's no room for external responses or inviting the Holy Spirit into a meeting. This is the subtle distinction that the invitation is also in part an invitation for your own awareness. To circle back to Silent Night, the song starts and then repeats this correlation between silence and holiness. Silent night. Holy Night. This is where you give yourself the reverent space to savor and meditate on the joy and the mystery that Christ the Savior is born. Yes, we should celebrate corporately, but also, and maybe even more so, we should treasure up and ponder in our hearts the closeness of the wild love of Christ, who came as a baby, lived our struggle, bore our shame, and conquered our sin just to be with us. The discipline of silence or journey into the sacred within is the growing of intimacy, wonder, and depth. I'm definitely hypothesizing here, but this is exactly the kind of thing I think Mary was cultivating while the sacred was quite literally growing within. So at the point of this verse, she's holding fresh baby Jesus and experiencing the joy of the presence outside of her, while also treasuring up these things and pondering them in her heart, or meditating on these things, thus experiencing the presence within. Our faith is twofold, and it must be both. I know I'm getting super meta, but I think there's a certain kind of spiritual depth. You can only reach through silence. I think Mary, through intentional silence, got to experience this greater depth while she carried Jesus in her body and continued to experience it through treasuring it or remembering with gratitude and reverence for the sacred and also pondering it in her heart or meditating on it. I think we too can experience this greater depth this Christmas season. So what would it look like to make time and space for silence with God in the days leading up to Christmas? In what ways do you think he is drawing you deeper into the sacred within? I hope that Silent Night is a gentle reminder this holiday season to pause and ponder in your heart the beautiful and intimate things God wants to speak only to you.